off in the ass, huh? Don't nobody like his ass, huh? Tried to cover up and tell the people, go Brandon. But we know what they saying, though. You can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this commie, cause we not in China. Everybody hated Trump, and now they out to catch a body. That's what they get for treating us like we in Squid Games. Green light, mandate, like he's insane. These times, people waking up to anything. Go Brandon, but we all know what the saying mean. Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 51 of Justified Pursuit. It's great to be here with you. And it's great to have my colleague, a longtime buddy, the good counselor, Chisholm Cook here as always. How are you doing today, brother? Mm. It's a little bit of a mixed bag on my end. Yeah. I have some frustrations that don't have anything to do with Joe Biden, uh, or hunting or fishing. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave those aside. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right. I just got, I got an hour and a half massage today. I had a championship soccer game last night, which we won seven to four. The white oh, messy. That's me scored four goals. Uh, so that was awesome. Then I got the massage today and then I come home and is expecting it to be a nooner day. And Aunt Flo showed up and so just completely foiled that. So I, I understand your frustration on that end. Yeah. What are you going to do? Is your mouth uh, bleeding, honey? Did I say that? Jesus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the th- these are things that husbands and wives can do together. So we'll see if we can. Sure. Speaking of my soccer team, there's a teacher on on my team this guy dan he teaches at plano senior high and he told me that all of the juniors at the high school have no ambition they're doing about one-fifth of their assignments and still expecting to pass i, I don't know if it's just like the a, junior class he said the juniors is specifically like because i guess the seniors still have a little bit of motivation to like get into college or something because like the, maybe it was because of covid or maybe it's just every year the kids feel more entitled and they're like, Hey, Mr. I don't know, uh, uh, Dan's last name. Um, but he's like, Hey, am am I going to pass? And he's like, Hey, you have like five zeros here. No, you're not going to pass. And they're like, but, but I did these two assignments. He's like, yeah, you did like 20% of what you're supposed to do. And they think they should pass. That's their mentality. (sighs) Oh, Yeah. I think that flows nicely into your exactly note you sent me about the NCAA and eliminating. How does that work? I didn't eliminate in, the how NCAA does the in, has proposed or a panel advisory panel has proposed that they eliminate standardized testing score requirements for college athletes. Okay. Well, that so the would, schools would then have to do have to have to adopt the policy of the advisory panel. Basically, everyone gets dumber and no one has to work. Um, I tell you what, this is the the highest education level you can achieve in our country, uh, you know, other than uh, masters and, you know, secondary degrees like that. A college, a a bachelor's degree. Now you no longer even have to, like, you know, pretend that you are invested in going to school. You don't even have to. I mean, the school 95 percent of 
degrees are completely useless and a giant waste of money anyway. So hell, I guess it doesn't matter if they don't have any standards to let people into bullshit bachelor of art programs to begin with. What, what, what it is, does yeah. is it, it, it just like going back to those juniors in high school, it incentivizes no, I, I them know. to not do the work. So now we're not only raising a generation of entitled pussies. Now we have a bunch of people with no work ethic who, who think literally everything should be given to them. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that if you're listening to the things that leftists tell us, that is 100%. They, they, they don't make secrets about this stuff, dude. I keep trying to say, like, I believe the leftists when they tell us what they want. They want equity, equality, e equity, and equality of outcome versus opportunity. Mm -hmm. They you want to defund the police. Equity. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. That and, was the and, basis for the headline was uh, the whole the panel presented this to increase equity. Right. That they, they tell us what they want. Um, and then, you know, when Republicans say, oh, so you, you want a, a race to the bottom, you want to dumb down our entire education system, you want to socialize our economy and you want to defund the police. And they're like, no, 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 no we don't really want all that. And they're like, but that's what you just said. All those mm -hmm. things you said, all those things. So right. no, 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 but we don't really mean defund the police. But why'd you say defund the police? And then the really hardcore ones are like, no, we actually mean defund the police, right? Well, we actually mean no standards. So as we've pointed out, and we'll continue to do so, what does leftism bring you? doesn't raise quality of life, quality of society, quality of education. You know, it doesn't raise opportunity in this country. It's designed to cram everybody down to the lowest common denominator. Equity. This is what that is. I mean, there's this is just the tip of the... I mean, they've been reporting across the country, especially up in the Maoist Pacific Northwest, that they're getting away, doing away with grades. They're not even, you know, so why would it not follow that eventually you say, well, we're not going to have any standards to get into these schools. Okay, either. then have, I have a question for you. Why, why make the kids go to fucking school? Why even bother? No, oh, because you have to indoctrinate them, dude. So they school's not, school's, this is, school yeah. is not about educating young men and women and when did Others. that ship sail? It's not about that, and it hasn't been about that for a long time. It's about indoctrinating them into a political worldview. Period. End of story. When did I say that, that ship I, sail? I say that too much. Period. End of story. I say that all the time. Uh, when? Well, I'm fired up, and I'm going to say fuck a lot today, I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> I'm, I, I just got a notification on my Instagram that I'm in danger of losing my account. Saw that. Yeah. Because uh, well, I don't think we talked about it last year, but or last week. I said... I put a picture of this deer up and said I was going to let Henry shoot it. And they flagged the post, deleted it, and said I was pr promoting harm and coordinating crime because of the word uh, legally shoot a deer. Meanwhile, you can go over to coordinating crime. Yeah. like I'm So do you go through the appeal process? Because Yes, I appealed it. And they, they just like, no, you can't, you can't say you'd shoot an animal. I was like, okay, but I have a hunting license and it's legal. So you're saying that I'm, it's, it's crime, but it's not. It's not a crime, 100% legal. Meanwhile, I can go over to any other hundreds of pages, watch people murdering each other, watch people assaulting each other, watch violent episodes of battery, human-on-human -human violence. It's grotesque, dude. I watched, the, I watched these people, two people, rip this guy out of the trunk of his car, shoot him three times in the head, back the car up, run over him, put it in and drive, run over him again. 14,000 views. It's fine. I, I, I reported it. I reported that post. They said, no, this doesn't go against our community guidelines. But 
and, and going back to what we've talked about, I said I'd let him shoot it. These are words, not even actions. The action hasn't even been committed, you know, and we've talked about this before, how the left is, is weaponizing words now. It didn't, it, we didn't even do it. George so, Orwell told us they would. Fuck these people. 72 man. years ago. Um, I haven't been to church in a couple of weeks. It's probably showing <laughs> right now, but geez, I'm just, I'm in that mindset of we're all fucked. That's where I'm at today, man. I don't see how we ever get out of this. I don't. Yeah, I wish that I had an optimistic take. We just keep fighting, but try to lift your spirits. We're 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 fighting a losing battle, and the playing field isn't level. It feels so. like it. It feels like it, but then you know, look at, at the playing Joe field Rogan is not level. Been on the playing point lately. Oh, hundred percent. His last three episodes have been. He freaking owns CNN. But then, and then, if you look at the highlights of the CNN's article, which we, you and I looked at, the the high points were all how great Sanjay Gupta looked. No, he didn't. He Joe made him his bitch and made the network their bitch. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. They never and I and, and I hope he proceeds with a lawsuit against him because the very night that that all aired, Don Lemon tried to go on and claim that they weren't lying about ivermectin. Right. When when Sanjay agreed, they shouldn't have said that. On Joe and Rogan's that they show. lied because he the lie being that it's holding his, holding his feet to the fire and be like no but you guys literally lied sanjay tried to skirt it three or four times and, he's, and joe kept bringing it back to that he's like so you think it's okay that you guys lied and and sanjay's like well I, probably not and he says well you didn't ask and he's like no i didn't i didn't think to, to ask about it he goes well, aren't you the lead medical expert for the network and he's like yeah he's like okay then you see the problem <laughs> it was brilliant um yeah listen to that one uh he has that other, the most recent one or i don't know what i don't know if he dropped one yesterday but i think friday he had this former lefty who used to work for george soros who just is about to either about to or already released a book called uh, san francisco san, Fran- san francisco san francisco yeah. and it's basically yeah. how progressive politics gut and destroy cities mm-hmm. uh and i mean the dude is Speaking from the left, I love it when these guys from the left, same as it's the exact same thing as Orwell, right? One of the things that idiot leftists try to dismiss Orwell's predictions based on is like, don't you know he's a socialist? I know he was a socialist and that the year before he died, he wrote the most damning condemnation I've ever, you know, that anybody knows of, of what socialism leads to. So maybe he wised up before he died and realized that that system is, in you know, is, is beyond salvation. I, dude, uh, I, I was going to say, you know, yes, the play, the level, the playing field's on level. We rely way too much on social media. I think in general, um, but you know, you, you use it to promote a business and have done so pretty successfully. So I get where it's a particular problem for guys like you. And there are lots of people like that. Um, at the same time, you know, as far as the case for optimism, Look at the scores. Um, there, there's two things out right now. Um, the Fauci documentary, which I can't remember if we touched on, but Nat, Nat Geo slash Disney a couple of weeks back released a new documentary about Fauci, basically promoting him as St. Fauci. Yeah. yeah, promoting him as St. Fauci. It's a total puff piece joke. And, you know, it, it's got like... Uh, it's got like a 92% approval among critics and a 2% approval among uh, 
you know, just basic fan base on Rotten right. Tomatoes, same kind of ratings in Disney. Nobody buys it. Nope, nobody. I mean, they, they've got, in fact, I saw an article earlier at the end of last week where uh, they got caught. Um, IMDB, I think in particular, got caught deliberately manipulating numbers to make it look like people actually liked it and bought it. Uh, it's complete garbage. You know, Biden's approval rating is 36%, according to a poll released yesterday. There's something else, though. There, Meanwhile, there was... Dave Chappelle's new special. Oh, that was both, the other one. We've both watched go. now. Uh, 90 something percent approval. Terrible yeah. critic rating. <laughs> but right. the, the, the actual citizens love it. Right. Right. Yeah. The, the, the divide between the. Oh, quote... he makes fun of trans people. Well, fuck, he's a comedian. That's what they do. They make fun of, of hot button social issues. That's yeah, I heard, a, I heard one of my sort of intellectual heroes, Victor Davis Hansen, making the point. So Dave Chappelle treats the transgender community the same way that any comedian treats every community. He mocks it the same as he mocks black people, which he sort white of people. does in that white he people, makes fun of white people, more Jewish than people, everybody. Yeah. He mocks yeah. everybody. You want to be treated equally? This comes with the territory. Why do you deserve special protected status? You want to be part of society? Then take a joke. Right. You want to be outcast like you claim you've always been? Throw a hissy fit and march out of Netflix by the thousands. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> so also, did you see where Washington fired their football coach? Oh, Washington State. The college was it team? Washington State or Washington? Yeah, it was, it was the Cougars, Washington State. Okay. So he did you know he was the highest paid state employee at $3 million a year? I'm not surprised. I think that's the case for a lot of, I think probably just about every state in the country is their highest paid employee is a football coach. So I, I would, I would bet that's true. Every, every state that has a major college football program, they're probably got. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dr. Fauci is the highest paid uh, federal employee makes twice serious? as much as the president. Yeah, dude. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Fauci makes like $700,000 in taxpayer money. Yeah, so twice what the us. over twice what the president makes. Nick yeah, Rolovich and four of his top assistants all fired for refusing to get the vaccine. Yep, the dude's forty three. He doesn't need the vaccine. He's determined that he doesn't need it. Okay, now he's fired. What do you think yeah. about the the big uh, cover up from Southwest Airlines? Like they just canceled all these flights because of the weather. Now, now even Biden was. I saw a. Uh, a uh, press conference with Biden four days ago where he's talking, he brings up Southwest airlines and said it was a weather event. And then it just trickled down. Oh, really? I, I haven't Laughable. seen other airlines have to cancel thousands of flights because of a weather event that started on the East coast. And then just from there, it uh, extrapolated across the country to where thousands of flights were canceled. No, the fucking pilots didn't want to work because they're tired of this draconian, mandate bullshit it's not just southwest dude it's happening all across the country i think we talked about it a little bit on the last show but uh ferry boat captains in the pacific mm -hmm. northwest something like ten thousand uh uh workers in uh, air traffic control are you know there's all these deadlines coming in november and they're all threatening to strike by then i think delta airlines withdrew their vaccine mandate last week based on uh backlash was it, from was their it delta? employees yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Southwest maybe has said they're going to as well. Uh, dude, it's laughable, right? 
And meanwhile, and, the two the parents on my son's soccer team had to get vaccinated. They've waited this whole time, don't want to get vaccinated. She has antibodies because she's had COVID. Had to get the jab. Had to get the jab. And you have to I, mean, I sincerely yeah, I believe you have to make a living. So now a lot of these people in the same boat. You know, if you can afford to strike or whatever, fine. But you know, you're trying to raise kids. You have a, you have bills, mortgage. What are you gonna do? No, dude. Hey. I feel I, that's why this is so insidious. It should be criminal. The president of the United States is requiring companies to threaten people's livelihoods to force them to take this vaccine. It should be criminal, and maybe one day it will be. Um, we're not anywhere near the end of this, in my opinion. I do think that these protests have been unleashed. I think that um, people have been emboldened to stand and fight against it. Uh, I don't think you can crush Americans with dictatorship like you know, authoritarianism. I think that what we're seeing is the beginning of a peaceful uh, you know, uprising against this nonsense. But I also don't expect the feds to just roll over and, and cave. And I do expect there to be some substantial issues from it long term in terms of economic damage, in terms of possibly splitting society down the middle, which they're clearly trying to do. You know, the good vaccinators versus the evil anti-vaxxers. Uh, we're just we're nowhere near the end of this thing. Um, That's depressing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean we're not, dude. Like they, they can't. This genie's out of the bottle, right? And and it's so disgusting when you watch. In. They have to. I was telling, uh, I was talking to somebody last night after our soccer game about that. It's like they they've dug in so far that they can't go back and say, oh, by the way, the efficacy for the vaccines is really like fifty days when it peaks, and then you're and we and I heard this from what was the guy that got canceled on Twitter that Rogan had on. Uh, yeah, I can't name? think of his name, but he wrote a book about it. Yeah. Um, Canceled on Twitter because he was posting scientific data that right. didn't fit their narrative. Mm -hmm. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Crowder got a, 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 a penalty, like a second strike from YouTube earlier this year for posting an FDA website link. Mm -hmm. Yeah. FDA. So it's or maybe it knowledge. was maybe it was the video of Fauci saying masks don't work. Something like that. It was something that I mean, it was, it was government edict from at some point alex berenson is the guy you're talking about yes, yes he's got a book that's coming out i think it's coming out in november um we should do a review of it that was a great interview yeah. so much data and science in there that people don't talk about especially on main in mainstream um media and but well you can't because you're canceled if you do but that was a great listen very eye-opening and he really talks about like what israel's dealing with in depth like yeah, you want to know what's proves. going on with coronavirus and vaccines? Listen to episode seven seven seventeen seventeen one seven one seven of JRE, and then while you're at it, listen to seventeen eighteen where he eviscerates Sanjay Gupta, and then you should probably go ahead and listen to seventeen nineteen <laughs> where former Soros employee Michael Schellenberger and lifelong lefty explains how leftism is destroying the great cities of this country. Yeah, mm. yeah, and the dude like lived in San Francisco. He loved it. Loved yeah, it. I think he still and does. He's like, he's like, no, well, I don't think he, does he still, I don't think he lives there anymore. There's a cesspool. So, any place you where know, you have an app where you can find where people shit on the street, there's not any place that I ever want to go again. So, 
Yeah, sounds gross. I, I, um, I sincerely believe that anybody who's not willing to give any ground to people with natural immunity, um, they have some sort of insidious agenda. The data on money, natural immunity, money, is, money, 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 All right, the money, right? There, there's, I, dude, but maybe it goes beyond that. The thing is, these vaccine manufacturers already got their money. Right. I mean, maybe they think if we don't crank through the all these shots, they won't order any more. So they're worried about next year's profits. I, I guess that would be one of the reasons. But man, it definitely is a breeding ground for conspiracy theories when you know you're four times more likely because the CDC tells us to have complications from these vaccines. The interesting thing, all of a sudden, just today, I start seeing articles popping up and they've kind of touched on it in the past. But the tide in the last month has turned where. And it probably almost started when that CNN guy was asking uh, Fauci about what do you tell people who have had the virus and have antibodies and have natural immunity about why they should get the vaccine? And he was like, you know, I don't really have a good answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's not one dumbass. There's not a good answer. And he got exposed on that. Got exposed on left leaning CNN, left leaning, left wing CNN. And so now what you're seeing is acknowledgement from USA Today and New York Times and all of the typical outlets. Yes, natural immunity is pretty darn good, but you know what's even better? Natural immunity plus vaccination, because they're no. claiming, even though just a few months ago, there, there was basically no data that said you were better off if you stacked the shot on top of in, on top of natural immunity. Now they're claiming, no, 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 you, you get what's called super immunity. That's not a thing. I don't buy it, dude. And frankly, I don't care. I don't need it. Right. I don't need it. I have enough regular natural immunity i don't need your genetically engineered super immunity i survived the thing i'm still here my whole family's still here we're all immune i don't need my genes modified and anybody who thinks that's not what this is look it up the government acknowledges it it's gene therapy it is not a vaccine even uh, though they yep. try they actually change the definition of vaccine am i i don't need my genes therapy genes modified in order to be more immune i'm immune enough so, you know, you, you, you have these conversations with people every day about these issues in society. And my masseuse had COVID really bad, um, was gone out for a month because it gave her a GI issue. She had a pre-existing GI issue, but she wasn't vaccinated. So she, she was sick for like 14 days and she's probably 55, 60 years old. Um, and then, and I think she smokes, her hands kind of smell. Maybe she smokes. I don't know. So maybe not the healthiest person. COVID wrecked her intestines and um she's like yeah but now i'm immune and i wasn't gonna get that stupid shot anyway okay that's here and over there she's like but listen she's like tell, gives me two examples of uh conversations with her her clients firsthand conversations one of their brother one of her client's brother-in-laws perfectly healthy he waited until two weeks ago to get the shot brain bleed died dead from the shot another 17 year old girl got the shot paralyzed paralyzed completely can't move you don't hear about this stuff on the news the only the only way that you hear about this stuff is through common conversations with other people people don't make that stuff up you know it's like why would anyone just say oh yeah my my brother-in-law got the vaccine and died Dude, you know, that's this this the, stuff is true people need to understand that the VAERS database shows that there have been more adverse reactions and deaths than all other vaccines combined over the last two decades. 
You can say what you want about the flaws in the DeVere's database. It is clearly flawed. I believe to some level it's flawed intentionally to shield the public from, you know, legitimate concerns about what these, you know, drugs are doing to people. But dude, I've talked about the FDA advisory panel meeting back in September 7, uh, back on September 17th, where they refused to grant Pfizer authority to provide boosters to everybody above the age of 16. The public hearing segment of that that video, which is available on the FDA website and YouTube, starting at the four-hour mark to the five-hour mark, that's where people from all across the country were able to sign up to speak. They got three minutes apiece, and they were able to slide load uh, you know however many slides they could get to in three minutes. There was a slide in there, and I, dude, if there were lies in those slides, I cannot imagine the FDA would have presented them because clearly all of that was so well organized that it had all been reviewed, right? They, like I didn't have the ability if I had written in, I don't even think I'd have been allowed to, right? You had to have some sort of credentials, but it's not like the people who were speaking were controlling the slides. The FDA was controlling the slides and they provide a chart, a bar graph. Everybody knows what a bar graph looks like. And it's like all, you know, I don't know, 50 different vaccines and the number of adverse events and then 10 times higher adverse effects from these vaccines these gene therapy treatments you want to hear <sighs> something funny i bet it's not funny <laughs> it, no it's hilarious the irony here remember that jackass keith olberman who used to be on espn when we were kids <laughs> yeah i've heard this guy yeah he's, he's i want to play a little hilarious. bit of this and, and you'll pick up exactly where it, it's like <laughs> him saying basically the sky is not blue because it's exactly the opposite of what's really going on. But it's worth listening to. Booster shot. Mission accomplished. And it is. It is time to stop coddling them, the ones who won't get the damn shot already. And our first step, you and I, is symbols, the language we use. We call these people vaccine hesitant, vaccine skeptics, anti-vax. We say they're protesting mandates and passports. They're making a personal choice. They're waiting for more information. They're making a medical decision. Bullshit. They're afraid. They're afraid to get vaccinated. Stop feeding their egos about what they're doing. Stop legitimizing it. Vaccine hesitant, they're afraid. Vaccine skeptics, they're afraid. Anti-vax, they're afraid. They're protesting mandates in passports. They're afraid. They're making a personal choice, they're afraid. They're waiting for more information. Afraid. They're making a medical decision to be afraid. The snowflakes are afraid. Afraid of the vaccine. Afraid of being proved wrong. Afraid of doing what anybody else in the world tells them to do. Afraid of needles. So no more pleasant euphemisms about what's going on here apart from the people who have legitimate medical complications about vaccines, we have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. We start by calling them what they are. They are all snowflakes and cowards and idiots and losers. And most importantly, they are afraid. The guys lost it, huh? 
I mean, you know what, dude? I agree with him. That's fine. <laughs> Call me scared of it. You know, I, uh, no, no. I know I know what the facts say about it. So I would. But the irony to me is that the people who aren't I'd getting probably, the shot are the ones that are not afraid, dude. We're living our lives. We're not afraid. Yeah, I mean, he's afraid that's of the not, virus. Everybody else is irony. afraid of the virus. Maybe you could say we're afraid of the. I just don't care. I don't but, care one bit. What? But it's funny to watch this, this man. He's a ridiculous a human being, dude. He's re- he is the biggest douche on television. <laughs> have you ever heard? Again, it's not really even close. Have you Such ever? A douche. It, I would object point. to the loser part. I don't really consider myself a loser, but you know, With the other if Olberman, is like Olberman calls me a loser, dude. It's the it's the exact opposite of what's really happening in the world. Right? He thinks we're not by telling flipping, you what to do, Keith Olbermann, You fucking idiot. He thinks by flipping our, you know, obviously the snowflake term is used by the right to mock, you know, uh, freedom fearing left. Don't be a snowflake. That's right. not one that you. you so he, he thinks a, uh, a leftist can wear. Right. They, they yeah. think they're hilarious and they're flipping the tables by doing that. No, dude, dude, he was so fired up. He was like spitting while he was saying this stuff. Yeah, he's a psycho, dude. He, he's a, he's a crazy person and he has been for a pretty long time. Um, so since we're afraid and snowflakes, let's talk about, uh, getting our kids vaccinated Chisholm, because that's, uh, that seems to be the, the next thing that, uh, our president, we already know you- that Gavin Newsom wants and will make that, uh, for next year, all students K through 12th grade vaccinated to attend public school because what, what does even, like we said, why does it even matter? You don't have to go to school. You, you don't have to take a standardized test, standardized test, nothing. But here's Joe Biden. Uh, this this was actually last Thursday. Now, I know parents uh, out there are anxiously waiting for a vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. The good news is the FDA and outside experts in the CDC are set to make its determination as to whether the vaccine will be authorized for that age range in the next few weeks. If authorized, we are ready. We have purchased enough vaccines for all children between the ages of five and 11 in the United States. And we'll be, it'll be convenient for parents to get their children vaccinated at trusted locations. And families will be able to sleep easier at night knowing their kids are protected as well. I have a prediction. Mandate. I'm listening. That's it. That's my prediction. Mandate for all five. Oh, mandate. Year olds. Oh, yeah, I guess that's my did. prediction. Uh, I predict that the FDA is going to reject it. You really think so? Mm-hmm. Well, on what grounds? Do they have some track record that I'm not aware of of actually looking out for American people? Yeah, dude. Just go back six weeks ago. Okay, well. And hold oh. on. Joe Biden came out and said that the, the, the FDA would soon approve booster shots for all adults. And they said, no. No, 65 and up. And they made a couple of other exceptions regarding people with particularly high risk, you know, health conditions and like healthcare workers because of their exposure potential. That was a big deal, man. They lost that case 16 to two. They wanted, and the president had said, everybody's going to get a booster shot. And two weeks after he said that they burned his ass. I, if you listen, so this is the tricks I've learned from no agenda. If you play that back, and you're more than welcome to. We can pick it apart. Listen to the very specific way he words things, man. Play it again. I'll stop. I'll, I'll have you stop when I. All right. Authorized. 
for that age from CDC are set to make its determination. Set to make this determination. Will be authorized of the weather. Age range in the next few weeks. If authorized, we are ready. If we have purchased enough vaccines for all children between the ages of five and eleven. Pfizer's already got their money. And will be it will be convenient for parents to get their children vaccinated at trusted locations. And families will be able to sleep easier at night, knowing their kids are protected as well. All right. Well, you have a lot more faith than I do because. Oh, uh, again, listen to the words he used, man. Okay. Well, here's the. Okay. So maybe the. Oh, I, I guess the only hope is that they don't approve it because if they don't approve it, then schools can't mandate that kids have right. to get it. Right. And I don't think that would and, happen. And in even where dude, I live, and, anyway. But nothing would surprise me anymore. Even Newsom's statement was, "When approved, we'll require it." Right. Okay. I, okay. Here's the thing, though. They re- so they reject it this time. You think that Biden and those idiots are going to just say, oh, OK, we're cool with that. Well, they're going to come back in like a month and be like, let's try this again. And they'll come up with some phony data and they'll be like, wow, you know, they're never going to stop, dude. They want every person in America to get vaccinated. And then they want you to get your, your second shot. And then they want you to get these boosters in perpetuity for the rest of your fucking life. So they can count their 90 billion dollars in mounting bankroll. They're never gonna stop, man. The the like you said, the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, they dug in too deep. I'm always the optimist, right? I it's most so days. funny because I'm really not. Uh, <laughs> I I've listened personally to four hours of that hearing from the 17th, and I've heard those doctors on that advisory panel's concerns about specifically myocarditis in kids, specifically in boys. And if they're going to throw that shit out the window for five to 11 year olds, they lose all credibility. They lose, they are violating their HIPAA, not HIPAA, their uh, uh, Hippocratic oath. I, I think Biden very carefully parsed his words there. I think that the Democrat, that the democratic party and this administration is in full blown freak out spin mode trying like hell to distract America from, uh, you know, the fact that Florida's cases are all of a sudden completely under control and they don't want to have to acknowledge it because Ron DeSantis is a Liberty hero. The fact that if you go to LA right now and you look out at the gorgeous Pacific ocean, all you see is container ships all the way to the sunset because the, nobody has stepped in to help solve our logistics problem. Pete Buttigieg has been on two months paternity leave over uh, on and on and on at nauseum, right? It's been nothing but bad news, empty shelves, Southwest shutting down thousands of flights, et cetera, et cetera. He's desperately trying to throw something out there to his quote base and the, you know, other fear mongering scaredy cats that feel the need to vaccinate six-year-olds snowflakes, but he's using very specific language about if the determination is made, if, if, if we could be able to be able to do this, he got his ass burned six weeks ago when he came out and said, we're going to get those vaccines, those third shots in everybody's arms. And the FDA was like, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. I maybe I'm being naive, uh, maybe to our point earlier, the train is too far down the tracks and we're all doomed. But um, the data doesn't support this whatsoever. And if there's a shred of decency, a shred of humility and a shred of honor among these FDA professionals, they know that. 
and they will stand by that. And once they do, here's the thing. If they do, all of this can be stuffed back in the bottle, man. You have to remember, the Democrats' main objective is misdirection and confusion. I still stand by my prediction of about 20 episodes back or whatever it was, that when the dust settles here, Trump and Project Warp Speed are going to be blamed for a heaping pile of crap. I still believe that. When the FDA denies it, just give them a little time and they'll start spinning it. Golly, we, man, we thought the data was really strong, but it turns out, look, these things, they don't really work after just a couple of months. And man, you need so many of them. And, you know, they're not stopping transmission. They've told us that. They're not very good for kids. They've told us that. If the FDA rises, and here's the thing, dude. So here's my question to you. If the FDA has publicly said these things are not good for kids, why why is Biden up there trying to lobby that kids get vaccinated? Like why why is why are we not trusting the medical experts? And that's been a theme throughout Look, dude, this whole pandemic. We we both agree that Biden is a marked man, right? That there's no way he fully plays out three more years at the rate he's going, right? Right. We we agree one way or another. He's either going to die suddenly or they're going to amendment twenty five of them. He will not be the president of the United States come the next election, one way or another. Yeah. They already have a built-in fall guy. They have two. They have two built-in fall guys. They have senile old Joe Biden relying on Donald Trump's shot. So they rise somebody up who says, look at how our bureaucratic processes worked so well. The FDA saved our kids from the horrors of these vaccines. Trust the government. You can trust the government again because the mm -hmm. FDA did the right thing. The FDA is the freaking government, man. The FDA is a bureaucratic institution. They can make this seem like a win. And the problem with this country right now and our world in general is that at least 50% of the American population will buy it hook, line, and sinker just like they've bought everything Fauci has said no matter how many times he's contradicted himself and full-blown lied since January of 2020. Like, oh, oh, they weren't safe to begin with. Oh, I, shit. I, well, Y'all told us they were, but I guess I'm not dead, so it's okay. Sheep. Sheep. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you've got to get on a, a call for your real job. I got 30 minutes. What about the risk. Lawden County, Virginia school board situation where the dad was arrested? I didn't really see him do anything violent except get in the school board's or the uh, the school board's face mm -hmm. because his daughter, ninth grade daughter, was raped in the girls' restroom by a girl with a penis, i.e., a boy. I'd be in their face too, and I'd be suing them for everything that they have. Uh, but the fact that he was basically, you know, remember that float trip? Uh, going back to like when we were t twenty. And I got hogtied by the police, and they Hog took me tied to jail and, and threatened to be tombstone I mean, pile drive right on the They basically flat tackled rock. this dude like like they did me when I was in college, <laughs> because his yeah. daughter got raped, and he didn't like it. If and all that, of that is and that, and the point of this is, now the DOJ's weaponized uh, parents that speak out against school boards. So this guy's what now a terrorist? Yeah. Well, raped. in fact, you know, so some backstory, right? We've sort of touched, I think we've detailed a little bit of this, but some, some national body who represents school boards 
the national school board association. I think actually it's like a lobbying arm kind of unionized, you know, centralized entity. Son-in-law has his hands in that stuff. Yeah. Well, he owns a for-profit company selling critical race theory crap and, and harvesting data on our kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, related, but those are at least two separate entities. This body put forth about three weeks ago a request, a formal request that the administration and the Department of Justice utilize the Patriot Act to go after angry parents who are raising hell as domestic violent extremists or domestic terrorists. And the very next day, Merrick Garland did that. We, we've talked about I think it. We've read specifically from that press release, right? This dude you're talking about was named by that organization in that request as a prime example of a domestic violent extremist slash domestic terrorist. So he'd already been fingered. Uh, Only thing I want to say about this, dude, if it's all true as reported, clearly it is atrocious. It's not even, dude, that doesn't even scratch the surface, man. If it is true that the Loudoun County School Board refused to investigate an alleged allegation of rape by a transgender kid in the girl's bathroom which then allowed it to happen again because the reason he threw a fit is because it happened again that one got publicized he had tried to make an issue of the first one and he was like see i told you this was happening right and he lost his shit in a school board meeting if that's all true every single person involved should go to jail yeah i have serious doubts about the whole story i have serious doubts it could be either agenda plant by the FBI and the school boards to make to try to try to make somebody into a monster to justify their actions although it doesn't seem well played out for that purpose or it could absolutely be a plant on the right you know like Joe Sixpack back in the day that guy who very clearly had been coached on how to confront Barack Obama mm-hmm. right and then all of a sudden was all the rage on all concerned dude I don't believe either side i don't believe this the right news seven for them it's a coin toss for me 50 50 at best the left it's like 90 percent bs right but don't think for one second that right wing uh particularly culture warriors which is what this kind of boils down to a culture war issue are not willing to fabricate out of whole cloth a story to gin up their base it just sounds too crazy, man. Maybe it's true, dude. Well, you know what? Maybe it's true. That's dis- disgusting to me because if that is the case, that transgender kid is being charged with rape. Is he? She- well, I, probably not yet, but I mean, wouldn't th- that be the next step? Like, If uh, this is true, absolutely it should be. Right. But Twice. if it isn't, then we're no better than them. Uh, I, dude, I agree. But I mean, I mean you, I, say, you, know, you say we, you say we, I, I stand on my own. I'm going to vote si- for there's two sides, dude. There's two sides in this country. <laughs> dude, No, there's not. There Dick is. Cheney, two- I, okay. Let me you give you two names line with one or the other. Dick Cheney and George W. Bush. Have we not detailed in ex- painstakingly how corrupt those two sons of bitches are and how a lot of the problems that we face right now are because of them? Sure. And Reagan before them. And H.W. Bush, even before that, the creator of the monster that is the CIA. There's not two sides, dude. There's one side, and then there's the people. There's there's one side, and then there's the people. Those are the two sides. Okay. 
at the poll, there's right. two sides, dude. Call a spade a spade. You can say you can tell me all this stuff. And I'm just and saying, yes, I'm like, okay, yeah, I kind of agree. I'm just with you, saying, come there's election no reason. day, there's there's two sides. You 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 either vote for one or the other. If you're voting for laundry, you're going to get you're going to get snowed at some point, man. You're going to get drug down. They're just as likely to lie as the other side, man. That's just all. I I just, you know, it's okay. If that kid gets charged and if anything ever comes out of any of this, then I'll stand down on my point. But until such time, it just seems like a big smoke show. Seems like the right threw a nice little can of napalm into that situation for a political end. I could be just spinning out of control. You could man. be like down the dark conspiracy theory hole right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm totally down all sorts of dark conspiracy, I guess, quote, theory holes. <laughs> Problem is, most of them are backed up by evidence that I can provide. Again, right. like the fact that Hillary Clinton and some lawyers for her campaign completely made up out of whole cloth Russian collusion bullshit. Mm-hmm. And now, and now, did you know that Christopher Steele went on 60 Minutes this weekend? I think it was 60 Minutes or ABC News and got to tell his side of the story about his PP tapes. Mm-mm. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Does any mm-hmm. of that ring I a bell? I don't know the term PP tapes. The Steele dossier. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Okay. Right. About this time, five years ago now, in 2016, right before that election, at the time, uh, FBI Director uh, Jim Comey called a meeting with Barack Obama, the sitting president, Donald Trump, a candidate, and Hillary Clinton, a candidate, where he unveiled to them that they had in their possession this dossier of spy information that supposedly made it appear as though the Russians had funky, dirty, nasty dirt on Donald Trump that they could use to influence him. Oh, yeah. Okay. If he won. And the biggest, most salacious part of it was that he stayed, he oh, stayed yeah. in a hotel and he, like, in Moscow pee on him. while he was there for business and he had hookers peeing on him. And his yeah. response was, I'm a germaphobe. Everybody knows that wouldn't be true. And yeah. guess what? I believe that. I don't think for one second that Donald Trump had chicks peeing on him. Right. Nobody else with a brain does either. Mm-hmm. The thing was pretty roundly mocked, right? Pretty much has been since forever. He's more of a grabbing by is, the pussy kind of guy. That steel dossier was used How to justify just stone face right there when I dropped that great one liner. I didn't even hear it. What did you say? I said he's more of a grabbing by the pussy kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man, that line broke. I couldn't stand when that came out. I still think it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's not locker room talk, dude. That's that's gross. I really For believe sure. that. It's not funny. It wasn't cute. Um, it does play right into the left's hands when they talk about, you know, rich white men exercising power and dominion over all that they see. It broke my mom and my sister's brain. Right. Like, and that's how they got think, to where they think, are now. I think they might have been able to tolerate all the other crap. But those words right there cost him an election four years later and damn near could have cost him that first election. The only reason he won that first one is because Hillary Clinton is the worst candidate in history and he was the second worst. Eh, I'd say Biden's actually. Eh, uh, yeah, you're right. Eh. You, those were the number one and two until we throw eh. Biden in the next year. Right? I have a question for you. 
Should we cancel people for stuff they said 10 years ago? Like we didn't used to do this because we didn't have the technology and everything wasn't recorded, but like John Gruden just got canceled because of stuff that came out in private emails. And I'm not condoning this. The stuff he said was probably pretty terrible from what I've, what I, what I've read, but I mean, we're not canceling Biden because he was for segregated schools 20 years ago, <laughs> 30 years ago, whatever it was. God, we didn't go down know, the list Trump on that. Didn't cancel him to... just last year when he told a black man he ain't black. Right. Right. So I, should we be canceling people for shit that they said 10, 20 years ago? I don't like cancel culture in general because I'm a Christian who believes in grace. I believe in forgiveness. Uh, uh, full stop. Right. Right. That being said, I do think there are certain actions you can take, especially in both of these instances, you're talking about, you're not talking about a 16 year old kid who put something stupid on the internet and then got his Harvard or, you know, Yale uh, admission revoked. Right. We're talking about men who in both instances were like, you know, I think in Gruden's case, probably pushing 50 and had a Super Bowl ring. And, you know, in, Trump's case, he was probably 60 when that tape was recorded. So right? maybe they felt empowered that they could they were invincible and you know, and they could just say whatever they want. Because I mean, at a bare was, minimum, they were both gross lapses of judgment, right? I mean, yeah. that was my point about Trump. What he said showed he believed that. Mm-hmm. He did believe that he could grab a woman by the P and get away with it, right? Because mm-hmm. he probably has many, many times, right? He's a rich and famous dude, and a lot of women perfectly happy to have him do it yeah probably not all of them right andrew cuomo is no better we know what he does he forces himself on women all the time going okay. on and on with that list what and what, what i want to make the distinction that uh trump those were words not an action that's true cuomo's that's true. actually that what those were actions so you you can't try someone for something they said you know compared to Right, but he's not going to your point. He didn't commit an assault, so he isn't facing a crime. But your question is, can you cancel somebody for what they said? And by and large, I would say I would not like I don't like that. But I I will say that if you show horrid judgment, maybe you don't belong in leadership at certain super high levels. Right. And, And with Gruden, for that guy to put that crap in writing. Yeah, that was just dumb. Okay. That was dumb. Now, that being said, you pull up my email and, you know, text history, email more because that was well, you know, that predated text. Dude, back in the old, <laughs> I definitely sent some emails. I didn't ever, I've never put like horribly racist stuff in an email. I know I haven't ever done that, yeah. but I've definitely written some emails that were intended to be funny that if, you know, viewed in 2021, wouldn't, it wouldn't be good. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the case for you. And I bet it's the case for 90% of men our age and above. Probably a lot of women too. Mm-hmm. But I can also say I haven't written anything like that in at least that long, at least a decade, probably more like 15. I was in my early 20s trying to be funny with a bunch of bros from college. Um, I was not a 50 year old man who had been the head coach of multiple NFL teams who had won a Super Bowl, whose brother was the head coach of a team at the time who I was, you know, the team to which that email was going. Um, Jason Whitlock Whitlock has a great take on this. He's basically saying uh, this is the NFL demonstrating that they're going woke. And if you're not on board with the woke train, uh, they're going to cancel you. 
he thinks that because I mean the stuff was leaked right from an right. internal NFL investigation. It was clearly done intentionally to yeah. burn that guy for his opinions, for his beliefs, for the way he carries himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. I, I, I guess what I'd like to say is, like anything, when it comes to this sort of thing, I don't believe it's a black and white decision. I believe it's a case by case basis, and. I'll be honest, man. The stuff that he said, um, probably lost particularly about about Maurice. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's yeah. right. The thing he said about Maurice Smith or D Maurice Smith, D Maurice Smith, whatever the yeah. NFL PA uh, Players Association president was. That there's a racial component to that, dude. Like it's yeah. kind of hard to deny it, right? And yeah, his team is probably 70 percent black. Probably so, a, a white quarterback, punter, kicker, and long snapper. Maybe a linebacker in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. They have a gay linebacker. They do. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, Good for I, him, I, if I'm judging it on a case by cases, I'm looking at a grown ass man who was probably nearly half a century, century, century old who should have damn well known better than to put stuff like that in writing, you know, and it burned him. So, you know, to your point, do I want to see the whole world cleansed in that manner? No, not particularly. Um, but, you know, I guess it's My sister-in-law had an interesting take on this situation out of Lawton County, Virginia. And I was telling her about it. She hadn't heard about it. And she's a lesbian. And I'm eating, we're eating dinner on Friday, having burgers with her and her wife and our three kids and their two kids. I said, hey, have you guys heard about this? And I don't, you know, knowing that they're in the LGBTQ community, and what what is your take on this? And she kind of skirted the question. And I was like, no, I want to know what you think. You're a parent. What do you think about this situation? She said, yeah, it's horrible, but, you know, don't think that girls aren't molesting other girls in locker rooms and that boys aren't, you know, molesting other boys. I said, but this is, if this is true, which I just, assumed it was true you gone down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole but i said but they let a boy in the girl's bathroom and this is what happened right she didn't couldn't really wrap her mind around that just kept eh, dodging the question basically it's terrible but it happens everywhere i'm like yeah but this happened because of these rules so didn't really get a good answer out of her i tried to pin her down and kind of skirted it <clears throat> yeah i mean to me if you buy into transgender ideology then you refuse to acknowledge the basic genetic scientific biological fact that boys are stronger than girls yeah. and so uh, you know i don't hear I, about rampant sexual assault in girls locker rooms girl on girl sexual assault nor do i hear it about boys i take that back I think we all probably <laughs> were victims of slash participants in what could easily be called sexual assault with like cornholing each other and all kinds of ridiculous crap when we were 15. Right. But dudes have a sense of humor about these things. Right. And for the most part, it never got oh, too out of control. They did. I don't know about today's. Case. They don't anymore. Yeah. I would, I would imagine the, they don't acknowledge this basic distinction. So they refuse to see this as a unique threat. Right. And that sounds to me like what she was doing. She's on board with the cause. Um, well, I don't. But here's the thing: 
I fought, we followed that up. We got deeper into it and, and she, they're not really that woke. They, I, I still think they vote conservative. I don't know if they voted for Trump in the last election, but they, I mean, they own guns. They, she goes hunting with me occasionally. That's cool. I, they said, Morgan said this and it, whoa, it bothers her wife way more than it bothers her. They have this friend, lesbian couple. And their their son is three years old and walks around wearing uh what is that the frozen disney movie what yeah like an elsa dress or elsa she, yeah. the kid wears elsa dresses dude and dresses like a, a girl has really long hair and they said it pisses them off they're like because they they're raising this kid to think he is a girl and i and i said to them and i'm trying to be very delicate in how i'm saying this and i said you know, your son doesn't have a father figure either, but in y'all's defense, you're not like the daintiest lesbians that I know. So, you know, I mean, like, but they were genuinely like, it bothered them that their friends well, were raising this boy in dresses at three the, years old when he doesn't fucking know any better. The last time they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle, he had that bit about how the L, the G, the B, and the T were all in a car together. Oh, dude. And awesome. none of them really get along, right? Yeah. And... That's the ridiculous at a at a thirty thousand foot level. It's the ridiculous thing about woke, uh, you know, woke identity politics leftism. Right? Is that they lump all black and brown people together? Well, dude, you know, uh, Hispanic Americans in the Texas Rio Grande Valley have really nothing in common with you know I don't know black folks in inner city Detroit. Right? Like they right. they don't and. Yeah, but yet they try to just lump everybody together and say, okay, y'all all come vote for us because you're oppressed, right? And so they do the same thing with the LGBTQRSTUV. Uh, what, again, Jason Whitlock calls the alphabet mafia. Right. They don't have, I mean, when you're talking about lesbians, you're usually talking about pretty hardcore feminists, right? And a hardcore, like, let me ask you this. Where do they stand on letting biological males, transgender girls compete against girls in in girls sports i have pinned them down to one of them doesn't care uh, like she's just indifferent she's like I, i'm not really even to sports so whatever my sister-in-law who played college basketball doesn't think it's a good thing like right she does she right. wouldn't want to be playing against boys in college exactly and yeah. the vast majority of women are there no matter how woke in other respects they are and no matter how empathetic and compassionate they are which all of them more or less are very high in those traits right they're not down with that. So, yeah, I'm not – I kind of lost my train of thought, but I'm not, I'm not surprised that they're not down with that agenda. At the same time, I'm not surprised that they are very – or at least – She's a really good golfer. She plays in competitive golf tournaments. Like, it's just at the country club or whatever. Or, or she'll go to another town in Texas and, and her partner don't play in these tournaments. There's no fucking way she wants to play against boys. They can drive the ball further than her and are just generally better athletes. Like, no, she's totally against it. Yeah. Well, again, there's a, there's a, there's a denialism in that whole movement that says there's no difference in the first place. Um, I, my guess is they feel compelled to be as politically correct as possible on this matter. Dude. Did you and see again, that? Did you see Texas just passed that law? Yeah. High school sports. Yeah. I saw it was going before the Senate to the Senate. I, I think the house I saw last it night like that it day was before passed. yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So no more 
boys competing with girls in academic yep. environments in Texas. Right. So apparently very specifically they even I, I, next thing the news will say is Texas bigot racist epicenter. Oh, the they're already yeah, they're already reporting <laughs> like that. Texas and Florida. Yeah. Oh, we're so bad. Why do you fuckers keep moving here? In droves. It just seems like something that shouldn't even have to be debated, man. Uh, you know, freedom and, freedom. and again, it's it, it goes good. to the idea that at some point leftism eats their own. Mm. Right. It happened with the French Revolution. They brought up the the guillotines and they beheaded Marie Antoinette and, you know, all of the ruling class. And then over the next six months, they turned the guillotines on the leaders of the revolution. And then they turned the guillotines on the guys who cut off the leaders of the revolution. And then they looked around. They're like, shit, we killed like half of everybody who, you know, and they spent the next, I don't know, couple of decades literally lost. Right. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, Mao's China and, you know, on and on and on is you kill off everybody. In communism, as we've described, you have to come to this lowest common denominator, right? So what does that mean? You pretty much have to kill off everybody with any talent, any ability, any resources, right? In order to get everybody on the same starting point. leadership skills. Right. And then, so what have you done? You've robbed a society of, of, of aptitude, of competency, right? Jordan Peterson's favorite word, competency. You've robbed the entire, you know, place of competency, uh, when it comes to this LGBTQ agenda, the trans component of this LGBTQ agenda, you know, that's why they came up with the word trans exclusionary radical feminists. Again, getting back to Dave Chappelle. I love the line in that bit where in that show where he's like, you know what the, you know, you know what the trans community does when they need to win an argument, they just make up a new word, right? Yeah. Trans exclusionary radical feminists. If you're a feminist, you should be against biological males playing in women's sports. Because your whole point is women need an opportunity for their own spaces, for something like true equality, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. anyway. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is probably uh, a good stopping point for yep. today. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation. I got to go wash my mouth out with soap. Sorry about <laughs> all the F-bombs. And then maybe say a prayer or two for forgiveness. Uh, I'll try to do better next week. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. But I don't know. Chisholm, you, you've told me you don't even think swearing is bad. So, like, or that at least religiously, you don't think it's really that big of a deal. Uh, just have it. In yeah, I think I said that. I, I think I said that out of defensiveness. Um, oh, because I was latching onto it to try to make myself feel better. So, <laughs> but I'm well, going to go back dad, to what my dad you, always said. Your dad's words about discipline or it being lazy or whatever ring in my ears. And then, yeah. I, I mentioned Jason Whitlock like three times. Anybody who's not checking out Jason Whitlock on all stuff, you should. But he has a new podcast. It's called Fearless. Um, he was talking about – actually, he had D Tony Dungy on the other day, I think. Yeah, he had him on. But he introduced this show by saying that Tony Dungy, who's like a hero of his, uh, and should be a hero of everybody's. Tony Dungy's an awesome Christian. That Dungy told him, basically, Jason, you're doing God's work that you know fighting this woke battle is clearly a mission that you've been tasked with he's like you should clean your language up because you're representing your faith and you're representing your lord and savior and people are going to associate every word that comes out of your mouth because you do wear that on your sleeve with that faith and do you want to do it the right way or do you want to sort of 
dirty up your faith and your, you know, your Lord with talking that way. So I'm trying to rein it in. I'm doing a terrible job of it. Clearly, I. Uh, am. But I do think. But that Tony at the Gungi's same time, right. So, grace and I'll do better. I'll do grace better. Forgiveness next week. I apologize. Um, that is going to do it for episode 51 of Justified Pursuit for Chisholm Cook. I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. I got nothing. <laughs> you usually have a good one-liner to close things out. Well, I got nothing. That was my good one-liner for today. Uh, all right. Peace. Fought with my fist and I fought with my tongue. Confronted my fears at the point of the gun. All that I ask is one simple request Just give me some peace, Lord, give me some rest